welcome to the Locking Castle Church podcast. This Sunday morning teaching was given as part of the Fruitfulness on the Frontline series. So last week Andy introduced us to Fruitfulness on the Frontline, the big picture, and our reconciliation through Christ. Um, and how we can live with God as our strength as we follow Jesus. And my favorite bit, that, that we are freedom fighters for Jesus. I love it. We'll be doing that tomorrow night. Um, this week, I'm, I'm uh, speaking on modeling godly character. So how do we do that? I'm human, sometimes lazy, very forgetful lately. And this is a verse that can show us the world has a way of getting us down. It fills us with distractions, temptation and entertainment, promising us happiness but never fully delivering. Perhaps you have felt weighed down when looking at the state of the world, overwhelmed by the corruption and confusion that surrounds us. Even the day-to-day responsibilities that we are given can feel burdensome. When we focus on these earthly things, our eyes slip from the things above. We forget the blessings and the promises we have through our adoption as sons and daughters of Jesus and our satisfaction in Christ slips away as well. Yet it doesn't have to be this way. Colossians 3 explores what it means to set your mind on things above enabling us to experience the true joy the Father wants to lavish on us. And furthermore, when we set our eyes on him, we are better able to serve him. And service is ultimately the duty and pleasure of every believer. Anyway, a year ago, Andy and I made a video. (laughs) He's just rolling his eyes at me now. Uh, It was really rather good, I think, um, on this verse. And we've just taken a really small clip of it now. We won't subject you to the whole thing, but a little clip um, uh, which will be quite helpful for the children as well as we go into listening more. As you can see, I have more fun with the remote control. And if you want to come and join the kids and youth team, we have so much fun. (laughs) Um, But the point was that even though Andy looked different in all his outfits, showing him looking smart, intelligent even, um, sporty, short or casual, this shows how someone can be seen by what they're wearing. But it's also important to be clothed with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Colossians 3, verse 12 says, Therefore, as God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved, clothe yourselves with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. And this verse begins with, therefore, or in other versions of the Bible, and so. And this is a reminder to us of what comes before, and therefore it serves as an introduction. Paul is not just writing about certain things we must do as a follower of Jesus. He is writing about the whole life, 
It's not just singing during worship, turning up to church four times a month, serving on a team or even reading God's word and praying each day. Whole of life is everything you do, say and think. In preparation for today, I read some reflections on this verse where Paul has called the Colossians to put off certain qualities and now he calls them to put on certain characteristics like <clears throat> which like the fruit of the spirit shows us what God, modeling godly character looks like clothe yourselves with compassion kindness humility gentleness and patience these characteristics overlap with those of the fruit of the spirit in galatians 5 verse 22 it says but the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. And I did, I have bought uh, somewhere here. I have reminders of this all over my house. Um, beautifully done by Sandy. But the bottom one she did for my 50th couple of years ago and it's just a beautiful silk painting of the fruits of the spirit and the same one there it's from um, actually from what I did in my bible she put it onto silk and it's just a beautiful reminder so if we listen to ourselves what will we hear do we take opportunities to speak appreciation do we believe the best about each other? Or in jest, do we put people down, use condemning words that show exasperation, or communicate we don't have faith in others? Like, could you look up from your phone once in a while, which is something I tend to say to my husband often. Or, I figured you would be late. I say that to my friend a lot. Or, nice going, genius tends to be quite common words from me to my children. Um, I've learned in my own relationships and as a Christian the impact of choosing respect and humility over sarcasm. When the effort is made to use kind and patient words, the other person feels valued and understood rather than belittled. It reminded me of a conversation I had with my mum in the mid-80s we were walking along the high street and a punk with the most amazing Mohican walked by. Well, I thought it was amazing. And my mum went, oh dear, look at that person, which of course she probably didn't think it was amazing. <laughs> anyway, it sparked a conversation about how people look. And my mum felt that the young person was possibly uneducated or would struggle to get a job due to the way they looked. I said, Mum, you shouldn't judge a book by its cover, as we don't know anything about that person. Now, this was something she'd always said to me. I said to her, clothing can be a camouflage. Now, being 15 at the time and impressionable, I saw the young person differently, or so I thought. But I understand the conversation more now, as I know what my mum was trying to say and what I was saying. 
Generations are changing. When I was growing up, we had certain clothes for certain events, and church was one of them. But nowadays, it doesn't always carry the same importance as it did, just like that book and its cover. In Colossians 3, verses 12 and 13, speak about clothing ourselves with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. I do keep repeating all of these. It calls us to bear with each other and forgive what grievances we have against one another. To be clothed in something implies you can see it on someone immediately. Do my words speak noticeably, compassion and kindness? Do my facial expressions and tone represent visible humility, gentleness and patience? Do I typically convey I'm trying to bear with the family members or friends and forgive rather than hanging on to grievances? As Christians, we clothe ourselves in as many of the fruits of the Spirit. These virtues we are told here by Paul as God's chosen people to love as God has loved, loves us. Bear with each other and forgive one another if, if of you has a grievance against someone. Forgive as the Lord forgave you. And this is verse 13. When someone hurts you, you choose not to hurt back or to hold it against them. This is very hard, but verse 13 tells us, Jesus forgave us if our sins against God are forgiven, if Jesus died on the cross to pay for our sins. Doesn't that make it easier to forgive others? We are, we are to be a community of forgiven sinners who are empowered by the Holy Spirit to forgive each other. In verse 15, it says, let the peace of Christ Rule in your heart, since as members of one body, you are called to peace and be thankful. When we focus on the things of this world, our peace is stolen from us. We become wrapped up in the transient things and forget the eternal foundation and unshifting identity we have in Christ. He is worthy of your trust, and he is more than able to keep you at peace as you seek him first. In verse 16, let the message of Christ dwell among you richly as you teach and admonish one another with all the wisdom through psalms, hymns, and songs from the Spirit, singing to God with gratitude in your hearts. One of the best ways to set your mind on things above is to cherish God's word. We cannot expect to have peace, joy, and a Christ-centered perspective if we only consume the material of this world. If someone you love sent you a letter, would you toss it on the shelf and fail to open it? Of course not. If we love Christ, we will dedicate ourselves to reading his words to us. The Bible is an essential part in spiritual growth and helps us to set our affections on things above. While quiet study time is critical and sometimes difficult, though, in this busy world, we are also able to share what we learn. We are designed to share the good news and discuss heavenly things with others. It only makes sense that reading, discussing and sharing Christ-centered things will shift our mind 
from the things of this world to his truth. In verse 17, and whatever you do, whether in word or deed, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. And thankfulness may not come easily in all situations of life. As believers, we are keenly aware that every good thing comes from God. Giving thanks is not only a natural expression of gratitude for Christ's grace, great grace to us, but it fuels us to do the work he has given us. It reminds us of who we are and shifts our focus from our worries to God's power to save and provide. Now I naturally simplify my faith to others as it's a large part of who I am and I love to share it. This was clarified in quite a simple way to me well over a decade ago by mature Christians in, in a life group I was in. They were going around the group asking where God's Holy Spirit was working in their lives. All the time I was thinking, well, I don't know. I don't think I understand or have experienced God's Holy Spirit in my life. It came to my turn and I just blurted out, I don't know, I don't think I've experienced the Holy Spirit. I felt a bit stupid immediately, but they all looked at me and said, what? We see it in you. I must have looked very confused at that moment, and so they had to explain to me that when I listen and talk to people, they can see God's Holy Spirit working. Like in my work life at that time, I was hairdressing from home, welcoming people in, listening to them. Most of them used to come weekly or monthly, and I was sharing with them. My life group were amazing and they helped me understand. I could see how I was clothed in these virtues. I appreciated my gifts and welcome and experience God's Holy Spirit. Therefore, we need our small groups, toddler groups, kids clubs, youth groups, as well as our Sundays in church, sharing, learning and growing together. What are you clothed in? Is it time to change your wardrobe of war words? The changes in relationships are worth the effort, but will require practice. Try wearing compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience tomorrow. This we know can be a hard thing to do in this world, but with God by our side, we can forgive like him and this we know is hard, but it is harder, a harder life if we don't. And I just want to finish on verse 14, because there's nothing more to say after this. And over all these virtues, put on love, which binds them all together in perfect unity. Thank you for listening. If you'd like to find out more about Locking Castle Church, please visit our website at lockingcastlechurch.org.